so David, long career in the military. Tell me a little bit about that. When did you get into the military? What branch were you in? So I, I went to West Point. Wow. Mainly because I loved reading about military history. And of course, all the World War II generals had attended West Point. Um, I applied early, got in and, and made the decision to go and uh, ended up branching infantry. So I was an army officer that served in the infantry. I led uh, platoons, uh, which is about 40 guys, companies, which is 120, wow. battalions, which is about 700, and then a brigade, uh, which is a couple of thousand uh, folks. Um, I did, along the way, I went to Korea for a year. I went to Kosovo for six months, Bosnia for six months, uh, three trips to Iraq, and a, a trip to Afghanistan. Uh, the trip to Afghanistan, I was the battalion commander, uh, which is a 700-person organization, uh, and we had a really tough fight in 2010 and 2011 down in uh, southeast Afghanistan. Um, wow. And so uh, eventually I culminated my career here at Fort Benning, Georgia, which is which is right down the road from where I am in Columbus, Georgia, um, as the commander of the Airborne and Ranger Training Brigade. So I ran our airborne school, which uh, produces paratroopers and teaches folks how to fall out of a plane uh, and and walk away from it, and also Ranger School, which is the Army's premier small unit leadership school. Wow! And so in seventeen, I transitioned just like you and uh, tried to figure out uh, this corporate world uh, thing. So before we got on this podcast, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about leadership, and because I think you know you, you hear people say things that are somewhat cliche about you know, I lead people into battle. I led someone into battle or whatever. You've literally led people into battle. So when you think about what the concept of leadership is or what is a leader, what, how would you define leadership or what is a leader? That's a huge topic. Um, sure. Uh, I think, I, I think the first thing to think about is, you know, the, you, you know, the, the movies are a bit cliche on military leadership and this idea that there's this draconian sort of, uh, you order folks around and there's instantaneous uh, obedience and, and, and all that. Um, you can do that once, uh, especially when you're putting folks in harm's way. Um, but by and large, you have to, show that, you know, lead by example, show that, uh, you know, what you're doing is the, is the right thing to do. Uh, and you've got to get buy-in out of the organization. Uh, to me, that's one of the biggest sort of misconceptions about the army is it is, you know, you're putting folks in harm's way. Uh, you know, during, uh, my battalion, I, I led the third battalion, 187 infantry in Afghanistan, uh, wow. During our year there in, in Afghanistan, we lost three soldiers and had another hundred uh, wounded. Um, and so you're you're asking folks to do tough stuff. There's lots of emotion involved uh, in doing that. Um, you know, y you have to do it in a way that folks want to do it, and that's sort of the art uh, of leadership, not really the science. Uh, but um, that um, that to me is sort of uh, leadership uh, in sort of the toughest conditions uh, imaginable. How do you lead people when you are coming off of a loss or coming off of a situation that did not go the way it was supposed to go and people are shook up or they're hurting or they're scared? What does leadership look like in those moments? Yeah. So, you know, the most important thing is, uh, is 
what I would call is over communicate uh, at that point in time. Uh, it, and in communication, it's not just talking. Uh, one of the skills that we all need to develop better, especially as leaders, is is being able to listen and hear the organization, mm-hmm. listen to the organization, hear what it's saying, and be able uh, to provide it what what it needs. Um, you know, one of the things that the leaders that are listening to this podcast are all going to have to deal with is leading organizational change. And, uh, you know, the, the joke I like to say is, you know, nobody likes change, but they, they won't be against progress. Uh, and so if you could frame it as progress rather than change, uh, you might get, uh, some folks, uh, more folks to buy into it. Uh, but overcoming that resistance to change, which, uh, you know, the, you know, your company, you know, grew from, from one person to, to hundreds or, or even thousands of folks, uh, you know, there was lots of change involved in there and there was lots of resistance to change. Uh, 